Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. So you just need to avoid anything and anyone who influences you away from a single-minded pursuit of Jesus and His plan, His mission for your life. That's point number two. Be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. You and I have to take care that we immerse ourselves in the Word and not in the world. What or who influences you away from Jesus? What is distracting you from having high expectation of what Jesus can and will do in your life? In today's message, Pastor Robert will ask you to look at your life carefully and get rid of anything that might be distracting you from being fully dependent on Jesus Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 16 as he continues his message, Final Thoughts. I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. And then he goes on, he says, The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. What is that about? Well, what that's about is it's not going to be that much longer. He, he says, yeah, we're swimming in sewage right now, but that's, it's not permanent. It's not permanent. Do you, do you remember in the very beginning, in Genesis chapter 3, you know, the very first temptation that occurred, you know, the, the Bible describes it. The serpent came and deceived and What a fascinating study in and of itself. The dragon. And he says in in Genesis 3.15, I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman. And he's talking to this being. I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. It's a fascinating statement that God makes there. It's like you're, you're going to be a perpetual annoyance to humans. But one day, he's going to step on you. And we see that happening in Revelation chapter 20. At least we see the beginning of it. It says, I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan. And bound him for a thousand years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years were finished. 
After these things, he must be released for a little while. You know, and you read that and you think, wait, what? You're going to, you're going to chain him up and put him in, in, in the bottomless pit for a thousand years, but then you're going to let him go? Why? Well, because all of humanity needs to be sifted one last time. I think I said this earlier, and it's like, let's, let's get rid of the last few weeds in the human race. Let's... But then he'll be crushed. We don't know how long he's going to be free. We just, it just says a little while. Well, how long is a little while? Is it only 50 years? Is it five weeks? I mean, we don't know. We have no idea. We just know that after a little while, he's going to be eliminated. Peter describes it in one of his epistles. Where all of a sudden, all of this will melt, all of this will dissolve, and, and we'll receive the new heaven and the new earth. And the, and the serpent won't be around to trouble us anymore. There won't be any more temptation. There won't be any more sewage to swim in, so to speak. You know, there, there, there will not be any more cultural evil. But until our, our enemy is finally crushed beneath our feet, he says, you, you and me, we got to remain vigilant. We need to be aware he is working to destroy you, to trap you. And he's so smooth. He's so slick. So you just need to avoid anything and anyone who influences you away from a single-minded pursuit of Jesus and his plan, his mission for your life. That's point number two. Be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. You and I have to take care that we immerse ourselves in the word and not in the world. Immerse yourself in the word, not in the, not in the world. You know, I, I've had so many people. I remember when we first started the church, there was a young guy. He was actually a pretty successful um, subcontractor in the construction industry. And I was just in our, you know, small group in, in our apartment talking about reading the Bible, studying the Bible. And he, he pulled me aside at one point and he said, Pastor Robert, this is incredibly embarrassing to admit, but I can't read. You keep talking about reading the Bible. I can't read. This is a guy in his 30s. Listen, today, I listen to the Bible almost as much as I read it. Because there's so many, you know, like free apps, free programs, whatever. version is the one that I've been using here lately because it's free. And it's just, I'll let somebody else read it to me while I walk. It's Cool. And sometimes I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hear, you know, my son will have it playing in another room or he'll be listening to somebody else reading the scriptures to him while he's working on something or doing something. Immerse yourself in the word. I realized when I first became a Christian, and, and let me just say this, some of you have heard me say it before, but maybe some of you hadn't. When, when I was a young Christian, one of my mentors, he had this little cliche that really stuck with me. He would say, don't let my light become your law. And, and don't, don't try to take my light and turn it into law for somebody else. In other words, like for him, what it was, God, God had led him to completely do away with television. He, they didn't have a television in their home. And he said, but that's not some law that I think everybody should follow. It's just for me and for my kids, 
I felt like this is what God, well, for me, it was music. It's like the day that I accepted, the day that I, that I made the decision to give myself over to Jesus Christ, I got rid of all of the music that I had in the house. And I just, I don't listen to music that doesn't lift up the name of Jesus. Even some of the Christian music that I listen to. But, but I want you to hear me out, okay? Because what I find is, is that most Christians, even, even committed serious Christians, you know, it's like, but I love my music. Well, listen, I grew up in Georgia, like I said a little while ago, and, and I'll let you in on a cultural secret. In Georgia, we put sugar in everything. We put, we put sugar in everything. Black-eyed peas, there's sugar. Collard greens, definitely going to have some sugar. And probably some sweet pickle juice, which is just sugar. You with me? Everything has sugar in it. Now, as I was growing up, and even after I got married, Elizabeth and I, my wife and I will laugh about it because one of my dad's sayings that she quotes it kind of as an example of obstinance. Sugar ain't never hurt nobody. That's one of my dad's little, sugar ain't never hurt nobody. He hasn't had teeth for 50 years. 55 or so. And he'll laugh and say, oh, maybe your teeth. But you know what they figured out within the last 10 years? High cholesterol? Sugar. Seriously. You know what I figured out in my life? Because, see, here, here's the problem, right? Why do we have problems with sugar? Because it tastes so good. I mean, I have a key lime pie in my refrigerator right now. It's got my name on it. I'm going to be eating that key lime pie over the course of the next week. But what I've realized is that if I'm not careful, because I'll sit down, I'm just like, okay, I'll just, I'll eat half the pie today and I'll run an extra 20, 30 miles this week, whatever, right? You know, kind of work it off. I'll make, I'll make it work. But here's what I found out. That doesn't work. is one of those books that you go to if you want the foundational pieces of Christianity. It provides you with the solid backbone of what to believe as a Christian. Today, you heard just one message from a whole series in the book of Romans. As you continue listening to these teachings, you'll notice God's intent and heart in bringing salvation to every lost soul. There are some verses in the final chapter that say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. It's remarkable when you think about it. Have you gained some great insights from today's teaching? If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, check out our podcasts page at mainthingradio.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Follow the link on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too. If you have any questions about what you heard, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730.
We're so glad you joined us today in the Book of Romans. Our time with you is about up, but we look forward to what God wants to teach each one of us next time. Connect with the Lord on your own and make sure to come back here for our next edition of Main Thing Radio.